Welcome to What's Next. What's Next is recorded live and available across multiple platforms. It's where we talk business, exchange ideas, share tips, and answer your questions. 26 minutes of conversation about small business, entrepreneurship, nonprofits, and economic and community development. Here's your host, Ron Tanner. I'm Ron Tanner, your host of What's Next, Small Business Radio. What's Next is recorded and broadcast live at the studios of WBGZ Radio in Alton, Illinois, and is produced and distributed by Confluence Media Network. You can find all the episodes of What's Next at confluenceba.com. You can also join the conversation and email us at info at confluenceba.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or simply go to confluenceba.com. Our program is underwritten in part by Shivers Frozen Custard, the King Law Firm, Lake Drive Logistics, and Johnson's Corner. I'm excited about today's show because, number one, I think the jitters are gone, and we have some interesting marketing insights to share with you. And our guests are Heinz Peter Jr. from Lockhaven Golf Club and Brian Morris from Shivers Frozen Custard two emerging young entrepreneurs. So before we get to those guys, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some marketing stuff that I read. And I had to take that headset off so I could hear myself think. But uh, some of the interesting things that that uh, I go through a lot of newsletters and purge a lot of a lot of email info insights on marketing and parallel universes came across my desk and um, that's measuring eyeballs across platforms screens and devices and one of the thing that uh, things that i noticed about this that was real interesting is that uh, tv viewership across the board has been going down since I was born in 1953, I Love Lucy was the number one show back then. And uh, it is, viewership has gone downhill ever since. And it's kind of an amazing phenomenon because people are not consuming less media. They're just doing it differently. And uh, to give you an example of what I'm talking about is that uh, people 18 to 34, which is called the millennial uh, generation, uh, 30 billion hours are spent in digital platforms versus 19 billion hours in uh, on live TV. The opposite end of the spectrum where I fit, the baby boomer generation, 65, or excuse me, 55 plus, 37 billion hours are spent on television versus 16.4 billion on digital platforms. Uh, pretty interesting infor- information there. Um, get rid of that piece of paper. And um, the time spent on the Internet has surged in the last four, three years in particular. And all of that growth, 
100% of that growth has been um, on smartphones. And that has caused Internet usage to spike. And it's all digital uh, mobile platforms. Uh, Seven out of ten digital media minutes are spent on a telephone. I thought that was pretty interesting. And YouTube is surging as a result of that, too, um, because of that. Let's talk about the house. On average, a U.S. home connected with children can have as many as 20 Internet-connected devices operating at one time. And in the average U.S. home uh, without children like mine, they calculate 8.5 devices. Uh, We have nine in my house. I count. I counted those up. Uh, some other interesting little points is, well, uh, I, I thought this was interesting about last year. Uh, digital spend, meaning advertising spending on television, was outpaced for the first time by digital content advertising. Paid advertising. So there is some real real transitioning going on. And the interesting, you'd think that TV would be going down as a result, and actually TV is still gaining. So ad spend overall is increasing. And it's a pretty interesting uh, uh, piece of information for for us, one thing that does not change, and I've spent uh, 25 years in media uh, selling advertising for newspapers and radio and television and outdoor, and duplication was always the issue for an advertiser. Uh, how many times do I? How much money do I have to spend to hit you? You know, four times. Uh, I'd rather spend you know, enough money to hit you once, maybe twice. So um, duplication continues to be an issue for us. There are some other um, tidbits that I would like to share with you, but I'm going to move on because we have some outstanding guests today, and I, I want to talk to those guys uh, about some of the things that I'm I'm learning about digital media and that they're implementing. And uh, so the first thing I want to do is uh, say hi to uh, Brian Morris of Shivers Frozen Custard. Brian, say hello to everyone. Hello, I'm Brian. Yeah, great to have you with us. Good to be here. And uh, our other guests uh, joining us in the studio and new to the business world uh, in our market area is Heinz Peter Jr. and uh, of Lock Haven Golf Club. Uh, welcome, Heinz. Thank you, Ron. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's nice, uh, nice to have you guys in here. I've I've got uh, one question uh, for both of you. I've actually got four, but we're gonna we're gonna talk in this segment a little bit about um, a little bit about exactly how did you end up owning your own company, Brian? Why don't you go first? Well, I've. Uh... 
I've been at Shivers. Uh, I was at Shivers probably about nine years before I actually went about owning it. So uh, you're like 12 I when like, we're doing I'm, that. <laughs> it was, I, I was 16 when I started at Shivers, uh, and I had never thought it was a part-time job, summer job. Never thought that I would uh, end up here, but as years progressed and I grew with Shivers and grew with the customers and um, it just kind of eventually fell into place. I actually went to school for computer networking, um, and about the time that I uh, was about to graduate, I was uh, asked to run Shivers full-time, and so I thought, I could do this till I you know, get a job in, in, uh, in IT, and I just fell in love with it, and we just we, we took the place, we took Shivers to so many new heights, and uh, I fell in love with it, and eventually uh, the owner told me, he said, you, you are Mr. Shivers. You, this is what you need to be doing. And I agreed with him completely and it just all fell into place right there. Yeah. Wow. So, so that was the aha moment yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. Right then and there. It was, uh, it was kind of what I, th- I thought. It just clicked. That's what I want to do with mm-hmm. the rest of my life. And I love Shivers. I love doing this. And it's just, you know, I want to continue this and, you know, see where it brings me. Well, Heights... How did this whole thing happen for you? I mean, the Lockhaven was in this uh, uh, for several years in this state of flux, mm-hmm. um, trying to remain a country club, and then uh, they—I—I I don't know exactly what happened, but uh, what happened for you? Uh, well, I guess personally, um, I've always been a little bit of an entrepreneur. Um, I spent my summers in a small town right off the Mississippi, and my first business I started when I was six years old, and I'd go into the creeks, and I'd pull geodes out, right? And I'd go home, and I'd crack them open, and, you know, when you're 12 or 13 and you're selling geodes, it's not so cute anymore. So I, uh, you know, tried to make it a little more appealing by selling, like, lemonade and, and other things with it or whatever, but... what What is a geode? Oh, it's, um, yeah, it's a rock, and when you... It's a special kind of rock. When you break it open, it's developed quartz, and it's uh, there's like crystals inside. You know, purple mm. and and blue, or you know, usually it's white, but they look pretty cool. So, um, anyway, I always um, I've always been fascinated by entrepreneurship. And when I went to college, uh, I tried to follow in my dad's footsteps. He's a semi-retired stockbroker, and um, it was appealing because you know you could you could kind of make your own hours and, and eat what you kill. And, um, and I enjoyed it, but I never found myself in sales. And, um, after college I did, I, I tried it. It didn't fit. So, uh, I charted the markets as they say, you know, kind of by myself, I was doing some day trading. And, um, in this here, this was a little bit of an opportunity that kind of like the best things in life sort of came out of nowhere. Right. You know, um, I was kind of, I remember sitting at the kitchen table one day and, my dad just kind of handed me this this uh, this thing with the bank and uh, he said, Lockhaven's for sale. What do you know about it? I said, you know, not a damn thing. I'm not a golfer. And he said, uh, <laughs> well, he said, well, um, I think we should have a conversation with him anyway. And we did. And the more I looked into it, the more I realized that um, this was really an opportunity for everybody to win. Um, you know, Lockhaven is really a, it's got a history here, you know, with a lot of the people and the the Bank of Edwardsville, they've been great partners, and they were willing to work with us. And um, we were able to pick up a great piece of property and really develop it and give something to the community. And the community gets to win because, you know, this thing that everybody kind of knows about, 
uh, grew up with is now resurrected, and uh, it's back to life. So I guess that's the scoop. What was the big break that allowed that to happen? When did you know you were going to be buying a golf course? Honestly, um, I guess the big break probably occurred when, um, you know, I realized just how much opportunity was there, you know, not just for us, but for everybody else. And, um, you know, right now I'm passionate about business. I'm passionate about developing businesses. And so um, here was an opportunity to take something and really reinvent it and redevelop it, but keep it intact. You know, Lockhaven's still Lockhaven. It's just anybody can go up there and golf. And, uh, you know, we get up early and we go to bed late, but we're working hard every day to, to restore it and polish it and, um, and make it beautiful. So, You guys, uh, it's really interesting. How many acres do you have up there? Uh, 187. Okay. And how many acres do you have at Shivers? Like a half. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Including the parking lot yeah. and the and the grass area where the band plays on Friday nights. But you have how many people working for you? Uh, Thirteen. You have how many? Uh, we just hired our fortieth. Fortieth. I mean, boy, two totally different kinds of businesses. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, your personal background, where you're from, and what your resume is like, and why are you qualified to be a, a successful business owner? Well, I don't know how qualified I am, but uh, I'm just doing what I love. But I, uh, I was born and raised in Alton, uh, just up the street on Albee. Uh, so I've uh, I've always been here. This is, uh, you know, my community. Uh, I went to Lewis and Clark, like I said, for computer networking. Um, I uh, went to Alton High. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of, my dad actually uh, runs his own business, does computer consulting, um, which is kind of where I thought, like, oh, hey, computers, yeah, that's that could be the family business. Um, but he, uh, he started out on his own um, and really did well for himself. And I think that might be where I kind of got the... Uh, I don't know the uh, the mind to kind of do something like that. I saw him make you know something his own, and I I always had the feeling that's what I wanted to do. And so, I uh, I don't know what qualifications I have. I just know that I'm doing what I love, and so you know it's it seems to be working, and we're just having fun. And you know, like he said, uh, going early, leave late. But uh, if you enjoy it, you know it's not really mm-hmm. work. It's just uh, you know doing what you love. That. Uh that's what we do at Confluence, too. Uh, I share that passion mm-hmm. with you. Uh, I love to go to work. Yeah. I just, I never stop, really. I just like it all the time. Uh, my family doesn't think that much of me and doing that. But, we're uh, Heinz, I'm going to come back to you in just a minute. We're going to take a quick little break here. And uh, Jordan's going to tell us a little bit um, about how you all can be part of this program. Be sure to become part of the conversation and email us at info at confluenceba.com 
or go to our website at confluenceba.com and learn more about who we are, what we do, and why we do it. Now, back to Ron and our guests. All right, Heinz, we uh, we left the same question on the table for you, uh, and we hope uh, we're going to get some people to ask you guys a few questions uh, as we go along here. But I, I really am interested to know um, what your – you gave us a little bit about your background, but what what is – when you when you dive into such a project – I mean, I know I played golf at, at uh, last Saturday. My son took me out and daughter took me out there to uh, play, and the course is in fabulous shape. And we had such a great time. It is such a huge project. Mm-hmm. You're putting mm-hmm. a new roof on the clubhouse. I mean, mm-hmm. what's going on out there? What are you doing? Well, um, I do have to give a quick quick shout out to uh, my superintendent of green, Steve Velsor. Um, he has done an amazing job for you know for a little, long time for a long time, <laughs> and you know for as little as he's had to to kind of work with. Um, I guess you know we were talking a little bit about passion, and honestly, like when you're passionate about something, it doesn't really feel like work. Um, it is a big project. It's it's going to be. It's going to be, I guess, difficult, you know, getting it back in people's minds that Lock Haven is open and, and getting people out there and, uh, and shooting our course and really just enjoying themselves. But, um, you know, it's, it's kind of just, I guess it's a day at a time. You know, yeah. you go in, you, you build something, you do the best you can. And I know it's going to be great. I know it's going to work. I know how much Lock Haven means to the people of this area, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's the pool or the, the – not the tennis. There won't be tennis uh, for much longer. But the uh, but the golf and the restaurant and all this, um, you know, it's it's really something special. And I think we can make it special again. Well, the, all indications are you're headed in the right direction. That the golf course is uh, means a lot to a lot of people, including myself. And mm-hmm. and uh, having as a child played up there and growing up. With the course and all my friends, and it's uh, it's really cool that mm-hmm. it's in your hands, right? And that you know that's a big responsibility, right. you know. Right. How how are you reaching out? You know, you you heard me talk about uh, some of the marketing statistics, and you know, golfers are all over the map in terms of ability and age, and mm-hmm. uh, and we all just think that we got to have it the way we got to have it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like our frozen custard too. But I got a quick plug to the uh, gummy worm concrete over at Shivers. <laughs> there it's we fabulous. go. Mine's mine's <laughs> a hard shell. Uh, there's there's many many to choose. Light from. on the hard shell. Yeah. But yeah, and so how how are you reaching people, and um, from a marketing perspective? Uh, from a marketing perspective, so of course you know full disclosure, we've only been open for about five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a Facebook Lock Haven Golf Course. Um, you need that this day and age, of course, to mm-hmm. to reach people uh, who are younger than millennials, as they say. Um, but honestly, we do advertising with uh, different newspapers. We have an online presence. Um, I guess 
to succinctly answer your question, we haven't really come up with a platform that's concrete and works specifically for us yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're still in the uh, the testing phases of that. Right. Well, I know a company that can probably help. <laughs> oh, I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. It's interesting. We're talking. I got some of the stats I didn't get to. YouTube and Facebook impact 86% of the social market. 86%. That is dominance, folks. But the interesting part is all these other others like uh, Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and Pinterest and Google Plus, they all... They all spike the radar from time to time with certain age groups, particularly the ones I just mentioned. Uh, the, those are millennials that get into that, and um, that, that's where they go. And so I, I think that it's interesting. Um, you use Facebook, right, Brian? Yes. And uh, we, and in full disclosure, um, Shivers is a client of Confluence, and we've been working together for man almost a year now. Yes, uh, that is correct. Yeah, and it's pretty cool. Um, it's a great experience for us to work with a company like yours. You have some incredible employees there, um, and a lot of your marketing is. Got to, it has a lot to do with your employees, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I Well, as far as, um, I, I mean, I think, you know, word of mouth is the best kind of marketing you can do. And um, when you provide, you know, good quality and good customer service, that's, I mean, people want to talk. They want to talk about bad customer service and they want to talk about good customer service. They don't want to talk about average customer service. So, um, and I think it kind of trickles down, you know, from the top where um, me and my management team, we just, we love what we do and we're, um, we've all, uh, you know, moved up inside of Shivers for, you know, the past seven years, some of them. Um, and so they see how much we enjoy it, how we treat our customers, and it trickles down, and people talk. You know, they want to, you know, they either want to tell about a good experience or they want to tell about a bad one. So we try to make it as good as possible, and that's uh, kind of how I, that helps out. I, I want to ask you another question mm-hmm. that's a little off the marketing it's about running businesses, and this is – I'm going to ask both of you to comment on this. But as young business owners, I mean, Brian, you're how old? 27. Okay. And Heinz, you're 29? 29. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how – what do you think is the most important uh, skill to bring to the party? What – do you absolutely have to make yourself do as a business owner to be successful? Well, in your world, I, uh, I mean, we just, uh, I mean, just the two things, like I said, is just provide quality and then customer service, and then uh, just staying on top of that. With me having forty employees, um, and most of them are high school students, uh, it's uh, you got to get them on the same page with all of that. And How do you so, do that? Uh, extensive training. Um, we kind of we explain what Shivers is about from the time that they enter like an interview. Um, we tell them the soul of Shivers, and we only want people that want to you know be a part of something and not just work part time somewhere. Um, and everyone, all of my employees have got a say inside Shivers. Um, 
we're all trying to build something great and we all enjoy it. Um, and so we kind of look for those people that, you know, are going to, uh, you know, offer that, that they're looking, for, they're, they wanted to join Shivers because they wanted to join that experience. They didn't just, you know, hear about someone's hiring. They, they came actively for us because of the environment we provide and they want to be a part of it. So, I mean, that's what we look for. It's a culture. It's a, yeah, it's a culture. It's a culture thing. It's a culture. Yeah. What do you think is the most important thing, Heinz? Um, I mean, I pretty well agree with everything you just said. Um, you know, when somebody goes to Shivers and they think about it three months later, they may not necessarily remember what they had, but, you know, they're sure as hell going to remember the way they felt and the way they were treated. Um, you know, it's it's invaluable when you focus on customer service and you listen to people and you listen to the things that they want. Um, and, you know, when you're passionate about something, that's so much easier. It just it just makes it easier. You want to you want to work for people. You want to be in service and you want to give people a good experience, not just a good experience, something they don't expect. You know, that's that's what it is. And um, and honestly, that is the one thing if, if you're going into business and yeah admittedly i'm i'm new at this i'm young but even even now i can see that that is the most important thing anybody should focus on i uh you you guys just kind of take me away because i love to hear young people realize the importance of the experience mm -hmm. and the communication with the customer you know, there the, that has always been paramount for me, and uh, I I kind of just in the way I did business, and so I I kind of sense that um, a lot of people don't spend time on the experience; they spend time on stuff. You know, mm -hmm. they want to run more ads, but they don't think about what it is they're putting. The message that they're sending, or they will put their brand at risk mm -hmm. by associating with the wrong products or the or bad brands, right? <laughs> Other absolutely. brands, absolutely. Uh, so it's really interesting to to hear your perspectives. Uh, what do you want to? We we've got just about thirty seconds left, uh, so I'm going to give each of you. How do we get a hold of you? Uh, well, you can go to our website golf at lockhaven.com uh, all of our information is available on there you can check out our rates uh, our hours of operation of course our facebook again is lockhaven golf course people have been trying to go to the old facebook and that's that's not uh that's no longer active but uh okay um they can also just call our pro shop number is 466-2441 uh, i'll pick up the phone i'll be there and uh you can book a tea time and i hope you come out and see us yeah we hope yeah. so too so brian what do you want people to do that are coming to Shivers? What's new out there real quick? Well, we've now got a full coffee menu, all mm. the uh, espresso-based uh, drinks, uh, all authentic Italian-based drinks. Uh, uh, they're strong, but we've got plenty of flavorings you can add in there and uh, different milks and sweeteners and everything you could possibly imagine. Um, and uh, our baristas, are, they put a lot of care into each drink, so it's uh, it's. It's quite something you have to try it because you will, you will come back every day after that. 
Okay. And then they're online at shiversfrozencustard.com. And you can even place special orders online, can't you? Uh, you can do that, yep. You can contact us about catering or, you know, we do we do a whole lot more than just uh, coming up to the window and grabbing a cone. So, yeah. Okay. Well, i got to figure out here uh, what I'm going to do. I want to thank uh, Heinz Peter Jr. of Lockhaven Golf Club. And I want to thank Brian Morris of Shivers Frozen Custard. Thank you. You guys, thanks for coming in today. And um, know that you can catch a video recording of what's next uh, online at confluenceba.com. Please join us for our next show, Wednesday, July 5th at 6 p.m. Our guest will be the Confluence team. The topic, market challenges for small business. Digital marketing platforms and strategies, websites, social media, content development, video, and event marketing. What's Next is recorded and broadcast live at the studios of WBGZ Radio in Alton, Illinois, and is a production of Confluence Business Advisors and distributed by Confluence Media Network. Be sure to continue the conversation and email us at info at confluenceba.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or simply go to confluenceba.com.